Welcome, everybody. Whoa. What's whoa? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I didn't hear whatever the intro was. So I told not... you you were not going to hear the intro. Oh, sorry. I was too busy. Uh, out loud. Too busy ordering um, energy drinks off the internet. The oh, energy cool. drinks, help, they help me concentrate. They really, really help me concentrate. I don't know what I would do without them, honestly. I'm just going to let you fucking die on this bit. I don't, I'm going to leave you out to dry for oh. this. I'm sorry. I don't know what to, I don't know. What, oh. I think I'm going to fucking dive into the, dive off the, off the I did. I, I don't even have a one. bit. Oh, come on. Then why are you talking? Oh, it's a podcast. Comedy podcast. We're no, filling the air as much as we possibly can. Drinks you're drinking this is bullshit. Um, I'm coming yeah, in. No, I don't, not there's, no vibe. Podcasting there's no vibe. I, I didn't. I didn't hear the. I didn't hear the intro. So I'm just kind of here raw. Just like I'm not juiced up at all. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Juice me up. What? Juice me up. Come on, get me in the zone. You want me to give you a cycle of the juice? Yeah. Cycle on, cycle off. <laughs> uh, I've got uh, ball to spare. You know. Mm-hmm. They could shrink a little bit. Um, yeah, we, we decided we didn't have much of an opener for this one. No, no. Um, I don't like, um, I don't know if I really like Virginians. Yeah, I don't know. They're very round. I was just in Virginia. Um, I drove through there and every gas station I stopped at, I was just amazed that people could be so round like every facet of them, not just like their, you know, their, their bodies, like their stomachs, but it was like their faces, like every element of their face, like their noses were round, they were puffy. I just found them to be kind of like uncanny, uncanny valley monster people. You didn't go. Um, you didn't go to West Virginia, even. I, I passed through West Virginia briefly, very briefly. Went to the tip okay. of it. Um, I did not stop there because I figured that would be a recipe for disaster. Um. I don't know. Uh, is that a fair assumption? Yes. Um, yeah, West Virginia sounds sick. Because like, you can't understand what anyone's saying. They don't have teeth. Sure. Uh, but, um, but hey, you know, a long time ago, a lot of people uh, were really eager to go out west and get a, lot, get a lot of the land that was out there. Steven and I watched a movie called Far and Away. Yes. Starring uh, Tom Cruise. And this isn't an anime episode. I'm sorry. You know, we're not. No. Mm. But we've been on a, on a cruise kick. And because um, just late 80s, early 90s um, cruise material is, uh, is wonderful. And. Far and Away, starring him and Nicole Kidman, his wife at the time. Um, uh, we 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 thought it was like some kind of drama. Uh, and it's we found out first of all, it's directed by um, famed hack Ron Howard, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, it's so we start watching it. And I, if, are you watching the stream? Can you see the screenshot I have here? Yes. Of this fella, yeah. okay. So he's you know he's a guy. Yeah, look at um, him. He's a guy, a person. He's one of the first guys. So it's um, starts off. It's, it tries to be very epic, spanning all these uh, 
time periods and and uh, countries. Well, really, like two countries. But uh, it's Ireland. It's the late 19th century, and um, so someone someone read that like oh the irish uh uh were were at odds with these british landlords at the time and so they just wrote a movie where all these fucking landlords keep showing up and waving their canes and monocles around and There's burning down like, everyone's houses some serious mr monopoly looking motherfuckers <laughs> absolutely here let me see if i can find some more they uh yeah they quite literally so this is first of all look at how this is shot it looks like it's trying to look like it was shot in the 60s because it's trying to be this, you know, epic cross Atlantic adventure. Sure, sure. Harkening so these... back to the golden age of Hollywood. But also, cinema. it's like, look at these Irish people. <laughs> it's not fucking, it's they not look... 1283. It's fucking 1892 or some shit. They look like fucking Grip Hook from Harry Potter. They look like Goblin S. Like, they look like Keebler elves. Yeah. <laughs> And everyone in Ireland looks like these motherfuckers. <laughs> They're probably supposed to be 26. Um, to be fair, you look pretty similar to this. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> if, you, um, if you really let yourself go. Uh, and if you got like kind of like a solid burn tan going on, you know, if you're just kind of, you know, like drunk, rosy cheeked and uh, and just like landlords. Um, get, get off me. Oh. Um. But yeah, so it's got Nicole Kidman in it, and you he said, shoots a gun, and like the Irish people like act like like uh, like tribal savages. Oh, like it's like a afraid, boomstick. Like they're afraid of the fire stick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a nice looking movie, though. It was, oh, it's, it's gorgeous. Some nice looking screenshots. Oh yeah, no, wait till you get to the end. Um, and then uh, we meet Tom Cruise. He gets bullied by a couple more. Um, it's just Irishmen, you know, Irish, mm-hmm. Irish people. They're wasted. Uh, everyone's wasted. Ireland. Um, I was reading the reviews. A lot of Irish people were offended at the accents. It's like, man, everyone in here is a violent drunkard. You have a lot less to, you have other shit to worry about than the accents. Well, they recognize that as an essential part of the Irish identity. They take mm-hmm. offense to the accent. And it's like, you got to own up to at least some parts of the stereotype, I feel. So Tom Cruise's dad gets killed by one of the landlords. Um, and, uh, and he says, son, you gotta go. And, and then to, and then to, just to add insult to, in, or add injury to more injury, the landlords show up at, at the funeral and they're like, are you, or oh, you haven't paid your, your rent. And they just burn their house down. <laughs> Cause that's, how, that's the, I don't know how that helps you as a landlord. Yeah, it seems like you've devalued your property. Yeah, I don't. That doesn't help them pay it back. It's uh, yeah, it's a weird one. Oh, and also here's what Tom Cruise looks like compared to all these. All these people are his family and neighbors, and then this is what uh-huh. he. <laughs> it was. It was. Oh my oh, god! Oh yeah, <laughs> he's so beautiful. <laughs> he's chiseled. It's, he it's chiseled out of marble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's just. It's he's, he's got so. The- he, he, he took a bath. 30 seconds ago yeah. everyone else looks like this <laughs> like you this just, guy <laughs> i feel like my hair is just getting better by looking at him yeah. i'm i'm somehow getting his quaff <laughs> look at this fucking scrooge looking ass this it, just tom cruise playing like in a scene with just this other guy yeah and they're just talking and they're painting they're they're supposed to be like in the same plight and it's just like how the fuck did this alien get here 
Um, so then they sent him on a journey to avenge his father um, uh, by shooting the, uh, the like the head landlord, and they send him off on this shitty white donkey, which is very funny. That's a funny scene where they send him out of town on this really short fucking uh, piece of shit donkey, and he rides the entire. I- There's a montage of him riding the countryside <laughs> in the donkey. It's like three feet tall, and it would be faster for him to just walk, but he's he's walking on this donkey. Um, and then he gets to uh, he gets to a uh, a bar again. I think he stops at like Stonehenge or something. It's like, oh, what's in what's in uh, the what's in the UK? Um, so then he oh, shows up in a bar again. It's like it's like it's almost like Kung Pao. If Tom Cruise instead of being inserted into old <laughs> Kung Fu movies, he was inserted into some fucking. You know, just a, a 60s Western. Sure, sure. Which I maybe that's on purpose. I don't know. It looks kind of cool, but Tom Cruise being there just makes it so baffling. Uh, and then uh, Santa Claus, uh, uh, Santa Claus Newt Gingrich shows up. Uh, and I guess he's the guy that Tom is supposed to kill. I don't really know why. I don't think he really knows why. But he's got a great. This is the you best know, character in the movie, by the way. He seems like he's got a good attitude about him. He carries himself in a in a very entertaining way. Oh, look at that man! How are you going to shoot this guy? He doesn't. Yeah, no. It's uh, he's he's the best. It turns out he rules because like um because like he's super rich, but he's just kind of fucking sick of his wife, and he's drinking all the time. He's hiding. He's always pulling flasks out of like bookshelves and and shit yeah. when his wife's not looking. Um and. uh and uh, yeah, he's like, he's like, a, he's like a winky, like, yeah, I know. I'm just trying to chill guy, even though I'm a rich guy. And then we meet Nicole Kidman, who's hot until I decided she looked like syndrome from. Yeah, Incredibles. I think you might have had some 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 facial uh, things going on. Maybe a little. I, okay, I, I see still it. Maybe see a little. it. No, yeah. I still see it. It's still She's there. pretty sexy, though. Yeah, she really is. Okay. Um, she, she's she, on fire. She, she shows a lot less skin than Tommy Boy. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta say. Oh, Nicole Kidman gets it out and other stuff. What? 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 Uh, what? Uh, hold on. Nicole Kidman. Nude. Nicole Kidman nude. Scene. All right. Oh, that's his stream's gonna get banned when we say Nicole Kidman nude. I I will personally send you images of Nicole Kidman nude and not the ones that are from the movies. I I got Wait. the best. Oh, you got the you got the fapping ones. Like, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I've made my own. Oh it's, no! It's something called a deep fake. You might have I heard learned, of it. I learned AutoCAD, and I. Uh... <laughs> I've got a Madame Tussaud House of Wax dummy of her. Let's see. There's no way she gets them out. Cole oh, she yeah, no, she gets her. She gets her. No, she gets it all out and eyes wide shut. That's right. Here. Oh. There you go, man. You're welcome. Oh yeah, everyone's naked and eyes wide shut. Yeah, oh, I mean, well, it's, that's it's... just her ass. Come no, on. No, 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 no. You, you got to open the link, man. Open the link. Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's got. She's rocking it too. She looks great. She looks pretty fucking good in this. Yeah. Yeah. Cool kid, man. I always imagine. You, imagine you have to get naked for a fucking Stanley Kubrick. You know, you're just gonna fuck like a fucking uh, marble statue. Yeah, you, I mean, if you ever have to get naked for anyone, that's the person to do it for. It's it's so good that he died. 
People think that Stanley Kubrick was killed because of Eyes Wide Shut. Because he alleged that the rich are having like just sort of nor like not very crazy sex parties. Well, they cut they cut uh, thirty minutes out of the movie, dude. That's what you don't understand. Oh. It was, is it missing? Is it missing footage? Yeah, it's the contents on the cutting room floor that was really spicy. What was it? I don't know. I don't personally believe it. People allege that it's like some sort oh, they of say there's... Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. Whether or not. But Nicole Kidsman butt looks great, so I'm glad they didn't leave that on the cutting room floor. Anyway, she's um, in this movie far and away. She's in this movie far and away, and she's like, she's this up... Uh, she's a sheltered, like, aristocrat girl who's never seen a man before. And so Tom Cruise is all bloodied and bashed, uh, laying up in their, uh, in their, uh, in their place. And they're like, the, they're nursing him back to health, uh, because, uh, he, oh, he tries to, sh- he tries to shoot her dad because, uh, you know, he's trying to assassinate him, but the gun blows up in his face. So, um, he's all nude on the bed and, uh, well, her mom's out of the room. Uh, Nicole Kidman. Uh, Is that a got bowl a, over his? He's taint? just got a big bowl over over his crotch. <laughs> it's like a serving bowl. Yeah, yeah. You could have gotten a towel or something. Why was it a bowl? Uh, <laughs> so yeah, silly. not that's a that's a weird one. There's any number of ways. <laughs> yeah. looking at it. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, there's a whole. There's a really long scene. Like she slowly like bends down and looks at the bowl, and then she slowly lifts it up. And takes a peek, and then like, uh, and then like uh, recoils back, and then gets this little little smile on her face. I'll wait for you to see it. And little. <laughs> oh, oh, Nicole, but, like, you're a drooper. When we were watching this, like, okay, that's the whole scene. Is just like she looks at his dick. But then the best, the, it was actually funny. She goes back for a second. She goes back for a second <laughs> one and looks and looks even more. Um, yeah, that's that was a good bit. She really um, selling that's that uh, little bit of uh, intrigue there. You're really selling uh, interest in seeing her husband's dick. How are they married at this point? Yeah, yeah. I believe, oh. I believe they got married between Days of Thunder and this. Oh, she's in Days of Thunder. I've never seen it. I gotta, yeah. I, I gotta go on the cruise kick. I think cruise kick is a fun ride. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's up and down for sure. Uh, so she decides that she's going to run away from her stifling family life. Um, but she's also shown to be very naive because she's trying to run away in this very, uh, uh, elaborate, uh, dress. Um, and she asks Tommy to come along with her, um, because, uh, she says she's going to America. They give away land there. And he's like, no one gives away land. He's got an accent going. He tells her to fuck off. He has what? Does, he has an accent going in this movie. I mean, oh, like, he has a he has a notoriously terrible, yes, nice, famous nice. bad Irish accent. From were you offended? Did it offend you? Um, uh, no. I mean, I can't do a great one either. Uh, the uh, all of the all of the other stuff where I mean, he literally joins a Fight Club. It's like it's so, uh, it's just uh, brutal to us. This movie set us back decades. <laughs> You know, I think you guys did that yourselves by acting like this and making everybody around you perceive you this way. By being by being this way in real life. Yeah. Every stereotype that exists about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking um, patties. Jesus I, Christ. We, Steven and I came up with this alternate narrative where he co- he goes to America and just starts like inventing 
like um he, he invents like fighting and um divorce <laughs> and alcoholism he's like a like a forrest gump but irish uh <laughs> <laughs> just fucking the world up <laughs> yeah, yeah just destroying america that would be so uh, fucking funny yeah, it would really be the anti yeah because forrest gump is like boomers being like yeah we did all this great stuff 20th century and <laughs> just to make the irish version where it was like yeah we'd we uh spread violence throughout the gene pool because we were too we were too horny um, well the, th- the thing is is that the irish are proud of it that's the difference is like you you is that you recognize that you guys are awful and you own up to it <laughs> um so they do they go they get on a boat um oh, he challenges her like uh fiance she's got a she's got like a um she's got a uh how do i put this you're supposed to hate him uh you know fa- like very charming quote unquote um you know guy she's arranged to marry i think or not arranged to marry but like clearly courting her and he's, she's like supposed to marry him and um and they, they, uh, you know, they, they try to make you hate him, even though like they actually, they try to make you hate him at first, but like, he's not actually a bad guy. Um, and, uh, but just to give you like, to let you in on the subtlety of this movie, his name, they go to America. Um, her, her fiance's name, uh, Stephen Chase. Stephen oh Chase. my Lord. So. <laughs> Uh, so that he, he, uh, he, I personally, I'm glad that they didn't use the version that was in the screen screenplay. Ralph Pursue. <laughs> <laughs> really, that's that's the thing you get with Ron Howard is he's the one that makes those decisions to really he buries things in the subtext. You know, my name is Hot Hot Pursuit. <laughs> so they get on the boat, go to America. Um, they end up living in like this uh, shitty little apartment or whatever they were called tenement back then um because they don't have enough uh she had money when she got there but everything got stolen as soon as they landed in boston harbor uh she had all these uh all these uh ancient spoons that were worth a lot apparently and just got uh, just got taken from her so they decided they had to start working uh she uh what the fuck does she do she does oh she works in like a what she washes clothes or, or something and he actually I think they work in the same factory and then he gets into prize fighting oh there's another great scene where um he he's t- he's showing her how to wash clothes like on a washboard and um she's clearly not interested because he's being extremely aggressive with the <laughs> with the washing mm-hmm. and it's a very very a very deliver it's a very uh erotically charged uh, laundry showing off, she's looking at those back muscles working yeah, it's uh, yeah. He looks like a fucking Dolce Gabbana model in this goddamn movie. It's ridiculous. He looks like a perfume. Oh, look, at, man. look at this next one. Look at this. He looks like a fucking cologne ad. Yeah, God. he looks like. No wonder the only gene. No wonder he's running a cult right now. Christ alive! If First I was of all, like, he was never running it. Second of all, I thought he got out. No, no, no. He's like the second in command at this point. Mm-hmm. Apparently, okay, my mean, understanding is that the that. An overwhelming majority of the budget of Scientology goes towards keeping Tom Cruise in the cult because it, because he's like their he's biggest not really recruit. advertising it. I guess he's a big donor, but he's the he's their biggest recruitment method because like he's like this super uber famous actor and he doesn't really have a need for them anymore. And if he were to leave, it completely under you would remove a lot of their power. 
But no one joins Scientology because of Tom Cruise. Anytime someone brings up that, because anyone, anytime you're going to find out that Tom Cruise is a Scientologist, it's going to be in the context of someone telling you like, yeah, I like his acting too bad. He's in this fucking crazy cult, man. So like, that's not a good recruitment. Yeah, that is for, for a certain amount of people, but that's probably not their base. You know, I feel like the, the, I thought their base was just people who like walk around in malls and then someone says, Hey, let me give you a personality test real quick. Come on in here. So what's, uh, what's your relationship with your dad? Like, you know, let me, you know, I'll, up do some, I'll do some research. Uh, I'll give some research on Scientology and get back to you. I'll go. Cause there's a, take, we should just both straight up take the fucking test. Yeah. There's, there's like, one. I think there's a headquarters in my city, like down by the campus. I should check if I have one. Uh, Austin Scientology Good radio, but, uh, is it? Do they call it Scientology, or is that too to be able to? Scientology Austin. Scientology. Oh yeah, Church of Scientology Texas. First yeah, Church oh, real Christ, close. First Church Christ Scientist. That doesn't sound right. Christian Science Reading Room. No, no Scientologists around me. Oh, dude, I've got one literally ten minutes away. Next okay. time you come down here, we'll go in together and get our Thetans checked. Okay. That, yeah, oh, yeah. I'd like to get. There's no way they'll let you in the mic, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's one in Buffalo. I guess I could drive out there. If we could make some content out of that, that'd be funny, but I doubt they'll have cameras or microphones and stuff in there. Yeah, I don't know if I could really sneak in a microphone or if I'd feel comfortable doing that. They'd have me killed or something. I don't know. We could lab ourselves up. Yeah, they are very litigious, but I don't know. You're just, we're only, we're just little kids. You know, they'll. Oh, Mr. Can I have my Thetans wed, please? <laughs> they'll just kick us out. Yeah. I'm doing a school report. I'm doing a report on, on science. You know how like kids will in, in media will stack up on top of each other to appear like full size adults? Yes. What we should do is do the inverse where we stack up on top of each other, but like we crawl around and we're like we're both on our we're both crouched down, so we appear like one very very fat kid, if that makes sense. And then we mm-hmm. act like children. I'm gonna, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to work this one out, but uh, I'm looking for the inverse. Well, of we that could situation. just like we could just walk, we could just squat and like walk. You know, um, we could do it like a squat walk, and we could just look to be like twins. I'll let two people in at once. <laughs> we, we both have lollipops, <laughs> like the big swirly ones. Yeah, spinny hats. <laughs> yeah, beanie caps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just the most adorable, adorable eyes. They're just so big and round. Anyway, uh, yeah, he during the good. interview, it's just like, yeah, you know, whenever I jerk. Oh, wait. Uh, I mean. Uh, so he gets into fighting. There's a whole fight club arc. Um, I I don't really know the, the point of it. I mean, I guess it's supposed to be like, you know, every like every commentary on uh, America is exactly what you get. Because, you know, they're going, they're leaving for the opportunities and freedom, but then they get to America and it's the same old stuff and everyone only cares about money. Oh, so, um, so he fights a lot. He starts doing really well. Cause he's good at fighting. Cause he's Irish. That's the only, <laughs> that's the <laughs> only uh, reason I think. Um, but then, um, uh, an Italian guy shows up and he gets his ass beat. So he loses one fight and immediately like the, uh, the fight club runner just steals all his money, kicks him out of his apartment and puts him out on the street with, uh, After with one the girl. Fight? Yep. Jeez. Nonsense. Yeah, uh, and so like they're wandering hard to keep a good, do you feel like people would hear about that? 
and they're gonna. I don't. The, and and like the sets, like the the um, Boston. It's. I was wrong, but I you're. I was looking at like the Boston, you know, um, uh, sets, and it looks like. I was like, it's not. It, this looks like. This looks like the you know medieval times. There's no way Boston looked like this. Turns out it kind of kind of did. Um, but uh, but yeah. So they're out in the snow, homeless, and he's asking people um, for work, and they're like, "I don't hire Irish." Uh, so uh, they break into someone's house, and uh, all this Christmas, they they got the whole Christmas uh, spread out, all the food and everything. And they sit down and have this very, very romantic scene. Oh my god, look at that soft focus filter. Good lord. Mm, oh yes. <laughs> we got like fucking eight layers of Vaseline on that lens. Mm. <laughs> She's, it's, well, it's supposed to be very dreamy. It's radiant. Oh my lord. <laughs> look at the halation. <laughs> oh, Jesus yeah, yeah. Christ. And um you know, the whole movie up to this point has been like, really, well, they, there's been a lot of sexual tension. They're living in the same place. They're undressing and shit. They basically have the same scene from Haruhi where they're face back, back, you know, like um, <laughs> facing away from each other and changing and they're like kind of sneaking glasses back and then like stopping. And it's like, oh, God, uh, my man's fucking horny. And then um, there's like a there's like a burlesque dancer or whatever they were called back then that Tom uh, likes and that she's jealous of. Um, she calls her a, a, a slut or something. Uh, then they make out, and then she gets shot by the guy whose house it is. Oh, no. <laughs> and he's like, who the fuck are you? Uh, so he, um, meanwhile, her family, um, the Irish got to her family and burned down their big mansion. So her family decided to just go over to America and start looking for her. So they're here. So he just brings her to them. And uh, so he just has basically failed and has returned her to her family shut the fuck up Sorry, i feel that. like i feel like i wouldn't go looking for my daughter that's a pretty big ask <clears throat> the, new world, the new world's pretty big man no no, no, like... no she's in boston oh okay okay Did yeah, she yeah. okay gotcha yeah because um she was sending secret letters to her dad because she knew he was cool um and eventually his uh, his dad uh uh uh, let his mom know, and then right then their house got burned down. They were like, "All right, I guess we're going to Boston." Man, so, this movie looks, it looks so good. Holy it is, it is very, it is very. Let's again, me and also when we read that Roger Ebert review, it was like, "Yeah, this uh, this movie is gorgeous. Too bad it's for babies." So he fucks up. He has to return to a family, and then uh, there's a nine month time skip, and he's working out in like Oklahoma or somewhere. No, not Oklahoma. Like Virginia, I don't know. He's a log. He's a he's a cave exploder. Yeah. Whatever they were in the in then back then. He was a disposable workman. He was yeah yeah. He was just say let setting dynamite next to his head and just kind of yeah, yeah. Hopefully I don't die. Hopefully I don't get a yeah a, a pole through my uh, cerebrum. So um, so he's pretty sick of it. And um, while he's on a train to his next job, he sees a caravan of people heading out west uh, for the land grab and it gets word that they're you know they're there's going to be a huge land uh uh re you know um like a like a uh, an initial cell whatever it's up for grabs it's going to be up for grabs uh so everyone's going out there and he jumps out the train and says fuck it i'm out of here so then um he just walks with this caravan and they end up at 
at uh, this little like uh, this little shanty town. And uh, guess who we runs into? No fucking way. She, uh, her, and her family both ended up there. That's some bullshit. Contrived um, ass fucking. Well, I mean, that's where she was intending to go, and him. All, I guess. Ah. Uh, they just bump into each other. They do just bump into each other. This country is real big, man. But I think everyone who's going for this particular land grab meets in the same spot. It's like one town dedicated to that because everyone has to line up. And this mm. and here's a huge set piece of this movie that's also fucking crazy is Holy that they actually, they actually got all these fucking horses and carriages. Um, and there's a huge... So I, I, I looked this up. I think this sort of happened actually. I think they might have dramatized it a little bit. But yeah, there was just like... There were 50,000 people on horseback like lined up and you had to like race to a plot of land and like claim it before someone else did. Oh my god! Um, and the best bit in this whole movie is um, Nicole Kidman's parents um, being like stuffy old English folk. They just get to their plot of land beforehand, and um, the husband gives the wife a flag and is like, "Put this down when I tell you." And they wait for everyone else to show up. And uh, he goes, look, look like you're tired. Look like you're tired. And they plant the flag down and they look really, they stand around really proud. <laughs> like they just, like they just got it so that no one would get pissed at them, but they just cheated. It was a really funny scene. Um, but yeah, there's a big fucking huge horse race set piece. Um, and then um, Tom Cruise finally has his standoff with Chase and for the, for the love of this lady. And, uh, <clears throat> and um I think he gets to his plot of land first and he's like, it's my land. Um, and then like Stephen Chase's horse, like, um, like collides with them and, and he just gets fucking Christopher Reeved and dies. No! <laughs> um, That's but, really Evan. That is so fucking Evan. <clears throat> I mean, like, so like it happens so weirdly suddenly and it's like, I'm, I'm dying. And, um, and then there's like this very slow uh zoom uh upwards into the sky and um and it's like okay just, that's that's the end and then there's this really weird it's almost it's basically here's what I think happened I think um I think that's where Ron Howard wanted it to end and then the studio was like no no we need to have it's like a chick flick drama you, know, you just have to so he's like all right fine we'll do an obvious like this is a dream ending for people who get it. So like, there's this weird, like twinkling sound effect and then it zooms back in and he just comes back to life. What? What? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I, I won't be, I won't be dying again. And then they plant their flag together with both their hands and then what? cut to credits. <laughs> oh my Lord. How embarrassing. Oh man. It fucking ruled. Wow. That was very funny. Um, mm. I, uh, it seems like a bargain bin days of heaven or like, a um, mm-hmm. or, 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 you know, heaven's gate kind of ended up this way. The he- movie heaven's gate where it's like going for a lofty sort of, uh, um, epic Western kind of, uh, heading out West type movie, you know, like the, the um, and, and, uh, the, the racial or, and, uh, like the the issues the different demographics experienced out west, uh, and that movie kind of failed at it too. But at least it was like trying really hard, 
And uh, which, and which one is the one that took like eight years to shoot? Uh, d- that would be that would be Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate was oh, like okay. a two-year-long production with like five hundred days of filming, and the yeah, the, yeah. Cut, the first cut was like six hours long. And <laughs> and and uh, I, if you want to talk about a movie with with a seriously fucked up studio ending, that movie I I uh, <laughs> movies the ending is incomprehensible. Actually, like I usually I was, studio endings I, I don't consider them very incomprehensible. Well, they they had their they just didn't know what to do with the amount of material, and they needed to get it to like two hours. So it just like jumps between like four or five different scenes, and it just uses one shot from each scene, and then just ends. It's horrible. It's so bad. But uh, well, it sounds like you had a good time with Far and Away. Oh yes. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think of any other good. I know that went on too long, but there was a lot of That's <clears throat> really, right. really good material in that. In that film, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go pee really quick. When I come back, we'll resume. Watch already. We had a, we had a serious lead up to this episode. There were some, we had some, some hiccups on the way. I'll be back. Mm-hmm. Good thing I stashed a secret beer. Desk. Everybody, send me your, um, your favorite custom made 3D presets. You have any custom maids you'd like to? That you're proud of? You like to send me? Um, I'll take a look. I'll critique them. I am back. You are back. Uh, do you have any more any more thoughts on Far and Away? Uh, I don't think so. I watched Tenet. Oh my! Yeah, you told me that. You said uh, it was not great. It's. It's like watching an Excel spreadsheet for two and a half hours. It's that's really that sounds awful. It's completely devoid of character. The main character uh, we spent. I, I saw it with my friend, and we were the only people in the theater. Um, and we spent the first thirty minutes like, did we miss the main character's name? Like, did we just miss where they said the main character's name? And you get to the end of the movie, and in the credits, the main character is credited as protagonist and i'm like oh my fucking god <laughs> well that's that could be that's a deliberate choice it could be um it would be if there was anything that made that choice make sense or Isn't it, in a secret organization they might not have names no the other people have names you know <laughs> um and there's just like that's just like a superficial thing that i think is emblematic of the larger issues of the movie where there's a there's a an, an exposition dump that's like four minutes long, where it sounds like our characters are like comatose almost. They're just they're so monotone, and nobody is excited about all the insane things happening around them at all. They're just all taking it completely stone faced and stoic. It's horrible. It's, yeah, man, they're cool. They're cool. They're calm, cool, and collected. No, because Robert Pattinson is cool in the movie. He's the only one who's like a character in the movie. And he's he's fucking like, you know, he's into it. He's like getting amped up and, and, and is enjoying what's occurring uh, and, and and is like he appreciates the, the insanity of it. Um, but, yeah, no, I was not impressed with Tenet. I'm not going to go too far into it, though, because uh, this is this is the <clears throat> it's belated, but uh, summer has come to an end. Yeah, it is the um, sort of posthumous finale of summer of good i guess yeah we're putting a stamp on it 
You know, I mean, it like, feels like summer. Hey, it's pretty warm out here. Yeah, yeah. It's an extended summer because we deserve it, I think. I'm not I'm not ready to hang up my summer clothes yet. I'm not ready to yeah, put that not, shit away. I'm not putting my cargo shorts away, dude. No, I'm not putting my not cargo that. shorts in my and my my wife beaters, which I wear yeah, all the fucking time. Piece of shit. Yeah, what do you fucking think I am? <laughs> like my my jorts? I only get to wear jorts for Three months out of the year. You're going to take that away from me right now? Hey, no. During COVID, we, we need jorts more now than ever. Now more than ever. <laughs> anyway, uh, last, this is, I guess this is kind of the end of, of Summer of Good. I'm not sure if we'll maybe watch more good stuff going forward, but this was like, this was something that was on our list when we first created the Summer of Good list is something that would be worth watching so yeah we watched uh, i i had not seen it, it it was yet. between this and uh and um uh land of the lustrous i forget i always forget the uh yeah i was like an okuni and uh but you kept uh misgendering the the gems and i it's you know i don't i, uh, I don't approve of that so well, you are an ally and i'm an adversary so it's understandable that you would not want to go into that kind of dialogue with me because i am constantly actively keeping the lgbt community down um and you are trying your best to prop them up as um, yeah i'm like atlas yes every day holding up the the huge muscular bodies of trans women <laughs> everywhere someone has to raise them up because they are queens um queens everyone... and also they are very heavy and uh, dense hey man queens used to be pretty fat i've seen a lot of images of them so it stands to reason that they would be big in this day and age too. Um, mm. But uh, anyway, yeah, a, a place further than the universe. I, I, I think. Uh, Yori Motoi Basho. Yeah, um, I'm gonna call it Sora Yori for short. I don't even know if that's the appropriate abbreviation. Yeah, no, um, it is. Um, but yeah, it's a. I had seen the first episode of this when we did a we did a season preview at one point when this was airing. Uh, what was this? 2018. Okay, uh, or, uh, this would have been winter 2018. That um, sounds about right. And uh, yeah, so it's a, a show about a group of girls who are trying to go to Antarctica. Um, they, they, one of the girls, her mother was an Antarctic explorer who got lost on an expedition up there, and it's her ambition to go, to go. Uh, follow her mother's footsteps and find out kind of what happened. And that's, I mean, she, it, it's never really like, there's never any sort of disconnect where you believe that this character, Shirase actually believes that her mother's alive at all. There's a sort of delusion like that. It's more just, I, I remember being kind of confused about that at the beginning because like that she, all she says is I'm going to go down there to find. And because I had no idea of, you start out this show, you have no idea where it's going. Mm -hmm. You're like, are they even going to get to Antarctica? Is it like a metaphor? Are they, is it just going to be like a 13 episode drama? And you know, at the end they don't get there, but they learned friendship along the way or something, or they get there, but it's like the last episode and it's just, there's no guarantee of Antarctic adventures for our crew. There is just just a lot of desire to go. And uh, in everybody around them is acknowledging that it's an absurdly hard task. And um, 
it, it, like, why would high school girls be able to do this? You know, like, why would this be something? But uh, uh, our our pro tag, I'd say, our main character, Mari or Tamaki, is uh, she is a, a Genki sort of. Uh, I don't want to call her a complete airhead because she can be astute at times, and I don't think she's like the, the dumbest of the main characters, but she's definitely somewhat. Uh, um, let's say she's a little ditzy perhaps um so she's our main character she it, her her struggle is that she feels like she hasn't done anything with her high, her time in high school and her youth you know she's a senior i think and uh, she's like i'm coming up on my senior year and i haven't done anything significant i haven't gone on any adventures you know i've wasted my youth and she becomes aware of shirase's plight to go to antarctica and uh they become fast compatriots in this this journey um and sure i say is is go ahead yeah okay so yeah yeah so one wants to find mommy one is just sort of bored um there's um there's the idol girl so she Ooh. she is she has to go because it's her job, basically, and she's not interested in Antarctica at all. Right. Uh, Hinaka is like a, a high school dropout, or Hinata, sorry. Mm. Uh, why do they want her to go again? She's she's taken like a gap year, she says, whether or not that's true. Um, and uh, I, I think she... She's just like, before I go back into the education system, I want to actually, you know, I want to enjoy my time off because she's all, she's like a very over overworked kind of person or, or um, she works a bunch of jobs and, and uh, is kind of like a, a workaholic, even though she's kind of like a fun loving kind of girl. I don't know. I, I guess that part doesn't really make the most sense to me because every other character has pretty clear motivations. She's, she's similar a fun loving girl likes to have fun. That's what it, that's what she is. Shit. Is that a problem with you? You got, you got, you got an issue with that. No, I don't what the fuck's your problem, dude. Yeah, you don't think girls can go to Antarctica? You think girls can just, <clears throat> can just have a, have, have a fun time. So anyway, um, <clears throat> and then there's what's up with Megumi. A uh, Megumi is, is, um, uh, Tamaki's or Mari. Do they, she would be Tamaki or Mari. I don't even remember. Um, Mari's her, her, her given name. I think they call her uh, Tamaki most of the time. Okay. Uh, uh, so she is her, her friend. Megumi is her friend who uh, is kind of like a, not like a dissenting opinion, but more. Oh, right. She of, doesn't go. Oh, she's the one that. Okay. No, I know. She, yeah. yeah, yeah, so yeah. She's, she's, she's the secret antagonist. Of, she's, a, she's, she's kind of sorry, about it. She's like, do you really think that that's something that can happen? And there are a number of like pitfalls that they kind of fall into along the way before they're even a part of this they eventually end up becoming a part of the first civilian expedition um, to Antarctica. And along oh. the way, they, they get into a, a number of pitfalls where like plans that they had kind of fall through or have a wrench thrown into them. And Megumi was sabotaging her the entire time because up until this point, Tamaki had been relying on Megumi for pretty much everything because Tamaki was kind of, you know, helpless Moe type, you know, where like she, she's uh Stop need, lighting something. Uh, she needs a lot of a lot of assistance in her life, I suppose. And without that, Megumi doesn't have much of a purpose. A purpose, you know. Um. So anyway, uh. So we got, you know, 
Shirase's mom was on a previous expedition, got lost. And through this, she knows a number of older women who also are into the whole Antarctic expedition thing, you know, they had been on with, with her mother. And they're launching this new expedition to, to Antarctica um, for civilians. And it's like a bunch of people who are, are very dedicated to this particular area. Um, and the girls kind of, they, they, they go, go to Tokyo to try to make their way in. And uh, it doesn't quite work out because there's like they're not playing and taking girls. But coincidentally, the, I don't remember exactly how they become friends with uh, with Idol Girl, um, with uh, uh, um, Yuzuki. I don't I don't I don't remember. But she needs to go on this expedition because it's her job. She's like she's going to go report on it for social media or for whatever Idol stuff. And they they run into her. They become friends because she hasn't really had friends before because she's isolated from the rest of the world being an idol, you know? Um, anyway, she's, she tells her manager she won't go unless she can bring the girls along. So our girls get the, get the chance to go to Antarctica. And uh, really, I think the, the, the best stuff in this show for me is the trip to Antarctica. And, and you have a bunch of woefully, um, I'd say underdeveloped girls they're just they're just like high school girls who don't have any sort of physical skills or real like skills in general and they need to go basically fend for themselves in antarctica you know there's an expectation that they can carry their own weight if they're going to be on this expedition otherwise they can't go so you know like they they um on the on the ship ride up they're dealing with like really really horrible um really really horrible uh, um seasickness you know and and having to lift a bunch of heavy stuff while being incredibly seasick and just gross in general and um that's where i think a lot of the fun stuff happens in this show and i think there's just such an optimistic tone to the whole thing because obviously there's the, the the tragic backstory of of the mom disappearing or whatever but um there's there's always that wonder the entire time of like you're getting this once in a lifetime opportunity. And as a viewer, you feel like you're being let in on it, you know? Um, and it's just, and, and their antics yeah, great. are great. Their antics are great too, as well. It's like the, the direction is just absolutely fucking on point for like, I think, I mean, we've discussed in the past, the Japanese comedy doesn't necessarily translate or they're just not good at it in general, but this particular show, the timing of the comedic bits is, is solid and it lands because they're, you know, the characters are entertaining and charismatic. Um, yeah. Yeah. As someone who loves Ginnosaji, did this give you any vibes like that? Cause it's kind of oh, a similar, yeah. kind of a similar thing of like, yeah, I want to do this, you know, this, this thing that's totally out of my, uh, out of my comfort zone. And then, Whoa, this is hard work, but it's rewarding and yes. I cool people along the way. And we get along and we, uh, we're just, we're a bunch of likable people who may who make a lot of great memories. Correct, and I I, I think it is a that's an apt comparison and one that I was thinking of the whole time. And I think the difference is in Silver Spoon, um, there's a lot more interpersonal conflict, and I feel like in this show it's more about people dealing with things from their past. You know, um, whether it's like guilt from from the the woman leading the new expedition is guilty for having. Um, lost Shirase's mom on the previous one, or like 
uh, you know, you were bullied when you were in, you know, you were on the track team or whatever, or things like that. And putting that, putting that behind you when you're, you know, on this expedition and so seems like some people aren't able to like they're, they're on this most amazing, like incredible adventure ever. And that stuff still is carried with them. Um, and for the two, two extreme examples, there's a side character who is constantly on the phone with her boyfriend back in Japan mm-hmm. and, and uh, trying to make up with him. And he's like salty that, that she went on this expedition and uh, things don't go well. <laughs> but um, there is it, some uh, there's some drama. I, rem- I remember there being a friendship contract arc. I don't remember what that was about, really. Well, Someone has to go ahead. I think one of them is is autistic about about what a friend is and doesn't get it. So there's like a contract that I don't remember. I remember being a cute episode. I wish they have a birthday party for, her, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it nice. it's so cute. And, and uh, there are a number of times where I was, I was genuinely moved. Like when, when they first get there, it's uh, it seems like an incredibly harsh kind of wasteland, but which, you know, it is, <laughs> it's literally just this ice shelf. <laughs> you know, and it, and it has no. There's land underneath it, supposedly. Um, and, but they still. This show should have ended with them found, finding the uh, the Arctic pyramids underground and uh, hmm. finding the yeah, finding the lake full of primordial soup that gives you eternal life. Um, finding it, the crashed ships, the aircraft. I, I think uh, <clears throat> it, it's it does a great job of like you get the exact amount of each portion that you need, which is a weird thing to say. It's like you get the perfect amount of lead up time to the expedition. You get the perfect amount of time in transit and you get the perfect amount of time when you're there. And it's almost like when they're there, um, it it goes so quickly. I feel like, like the time that they're on the expedition, because before you know it, you're, you know, you're at the point where they're getting ready to head back. And the arc is like dealing with the fact that they're leaving behind this incredible place and, and that they, would you know they almost want to stay even though they know they can't you know yeah it feels pretty fast even though it's a solid five or six episodes of the show isn't it uh no i think they get there because they're still like in transit to the they they reach the ice at a certain episode but they're they're in transit to their main station for like another episode or so yeah um but yeah i i i it's kind of a I, I'm glad that we had far and away because I, um, it, th- this, the show is, it's just so in- enjoyable and watchable and you just root for the characters the entire time. And, um, I don't know. It just scratches a kind of itch that, uh, like you said, silver spoon kind of scratches as well. And, um, shit man <laughs> yeah yeah shit, super man. like super likable characters all the way through great yeah. uh great yeah great there's no, interactions there's no, between yeah. them there's no uh, where, where they they there's any kind of ass pulls you know and 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 um no. i think the resolution with the mom is very sweet you know and and where um well it's i don't know if we talk about that yet but i i disagree that it's sweet but i think it's fantastic but I think, uh, yeah, we'll. Well, it's, I don't know it's if, satisfactory resolution. We'll say that you know where it's like yeah, you feel but like not in a way, not in a way that you would expect. Um. So so 
Anyway, um, there's another relationship that's important, which is the relationship between Shirase and and the um, Jin, Jin, who is the um, she's the head of this expedition. She's the one who has the guilt from Shirase's mom buying it, and they they have this initially sort of uh, distant relationship, and and Shirase is almost kind of embarrassed around her, um, and. Throughout the course of the show, they they could kind of reveal that they're very similar in some ways, very literally, where they have like the same reaction to things, and um, they did spend a lot of time around each other when they were, you know, when Chirase was younger. Um, but they have to kind of patch their relationship up, and by the end, they've uh, reached a, a sort of understanding, which I I found to be that's it's it was a really really nice arc there, and, and a pretty mature one, I'd say. Um, it's not like they're the most buxom buddies by the end, but they've definitely resolved the tension that was between them. Um, and they both kind of got what they wanted, you know, and uh, shit, man. I, uh, I, I, I feel like, I, I feel like I can't really carry this right now. I need help. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, well, there's, I mean, i from what I, you know, it's been a couple of years since I've seen this, but it seems like it's, it's about it's about uh about a bunch of people who start out a little separate and then there's an adventure and it make and they all become friends and that's and it's it's really it's like um it's like two things it's like a perfect adventure and also a perfect coming of age at the same time um pretty impressive um, yeah yeah and i again like i think the humor that underrides the whole thing is what really like binds it, you know? Oh, yeah, and also it's very fun. <laughs> Everything's fun. They're running laps around the boat. They're fucking the scene where they like are on the deck and getting blown around by the storm. And then don't they start laughing together? That's great. I like the, I like um, the competence of the characters. Okay. I, I like, I like how they're, uh, they're adaptable and they're, they're at the beginning. Like you said, you're not, it's not necessarily a sure thing that they're going to make it, but, um, I kind of knew the entire time that like t- together they'd be able to get close at least, you know? And um, again, like they're able to kind of play off of each other and through, because at one point that the, the, they mention um, the most important things when you're in Antarctica are food and fun, you know? And if that's what really matters on this Hard kind of fucking. adventure, then these, these girls have everything you need, you know? Because like the physical things can be overcome, um, but like the the emotional and mental pressure of being in a situation like that is is something that you really need to be able to rely on other people and have strong bonds, and uh, that's what they kind of create throughout the course of the show. Um, Wasn't there an episode where they were just stuck in Australia because they lost their passports? Yes, some one of them did. Yes, uh, well the the um, uh, Hinata lost her. Oh, she's so clumsy. <laughs> she, she well, the thing is that she sure as I took her passport, it turns out, and she's like, "I'm going to make sure you don't lose this." And, and by doing and that, she lost she me. <laughs> um, and sure as makes the the decision, she she's like, "I'm going to buy," because she had saved up um, a million yen, which is like ten grand, I think. Yeah. Um, to for this trip because she was going to like help fund the trip if they, if they needed funding and that was going to be her way in. Um, and eventually she makes the decision to sacrifice that money to 
she's like going to buy them new tickets to go to where they need to go uh, to to get, to catch the boat before it leaves. Um, and then in the end, she ends up leaving this money that she worked on because it's it at the beginning of the show it was kind of because that's like the catalyst for this, getting this whole story in motion was she had saved up all this cash and lost it initially, and then our protagonist uh, Tamaki found it and returned it to her. Um, and that's how they became friends. And that's how the, you know, we kind of learned that. And then it returns oh. very at various points throughout the show, you know, like where, um, she's going to she's going to sacrifice the money for her friend. She's like, I'm going to make sure that we're all able to go together, even though only one of them lost their passport. You know, it's like, we're in this together. We're going to go as a team. And the end, she leaves it behind because it was like, I guess a symbolic thing. Um, she leaves it behind where her mother was stationed before she died. Um, as a symbolic sort of thing of like, I was able to attain this. I don't necessarily get leaving money, but uh, I don't know. Maybe it's sort of a, sort of a fantastical girly thought that I don't understand. <laughs> Maybe girls understand that. <laughs> I'm like, damn, 10 grand. That's a lot. <laughs> I can do a lot with 10 grand right now. Hell yeah. Um, um, yeah. Boats and maybe the, all of the stuff that sucks about boats actually sounds kind of cool because I, you know, you don't really. I personally am an idiot, so I don't ever think about things like what would it be like being on a boat for multiple weeks, you know, um, let alone, you know, like being once on you a get trip. used to it, it's probably just like uh, being in a shitty hotel, it's kind of booling that side, it's kind of booling, it's cold, like all you got to do is just do your job on the ship and then drink with your friends. Um, yeah, God, I'm so bored on this boat full of 16 year old girls. What am I going to fucking, <laughs> I would fucking kill myself. I, I would, I'd be overboard day two on that. Just, uh, what do you mean? They're all so happy and they're all, they're all going to Antarctica, bro. <laughs> uh, these girls didn't earn this. I've been on the, been, for 10 years, I've been working towards this. At least I haven't seen a tit in three weeks on this fucking boat. I'm about to pull up an orca and, and, and have my way with it. <laughs> Try to net me. It'd be funny if there was an eccentric, they should have had an eccentric, like janitor guy who was always, uh, yeah, always just trying to net some large marine mammal to fuck. <laughs> you know, I think they might have tanked the, the tone of this show. <laughs> I would have made it good. I think that's I like why the show succeeds. It's because it lacks any of that. <laughs> there's a, there's like one brief romantic thing. Uh, on, I think it's on the boat where one of the crew members has a thing for the, for the, 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 um, the cat. idle one. No. Oh the, oh, the, oh, the runner. Yeah. The, yeah. There's like the old a, lady. There's a younger guy who has a thing for the for the the captain of the boat and uh, gets shut down pretty hard and and uh, imagine you're hanging out around Hinata all day, fucking old hag. Imagine the smell. Imagine the smell. It's the ocean they, breeze. They, they don't get amazing. to shower every day. I'm sure. They sh- I. I think they, I would make sure that they couldn't. Isn't it like saltwater showers? I think they get to. I would make sure that I would sabotage the saltwater shower. <laughs> <laughs> just make him as make him as rank as possible. Yeah, you know what their hair nasty. again. This is what that janitor character could do. I say, ah, it was me. <laughs> I like the stank. A place stankier than the universe. <laughs> 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 
why do my socks keep disappearing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it should be like that episode. Panties keeps disappearing, but it's just like all the girls are like, where are my socks? (laughs) You just see me munching in a corner. You You just see a dark figure darting around the corner when you, after you uh, notice your, your undies missing from the, from the bathroom locker. Ethan, Uh. I just found somebody. Somebody wasn't able to flush the toilet because they they passed a a, a, a teenage girl's sock and it just clogged everything. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I would eat the socks. I don't think that's a terrible. Oh, I know why. <laughs> I need them in me. <laughs> uh, She's a be, part of me now. It would be the special Christmas dinner. Would be sock broth soup. It would be. Oh, just, yeah, yeah. It's like, wow, this soup is amazing, uh, Antonio. What did you use for the broth? <laughs> licking my mustache. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, it's devoid of, of that, of any real sort of uh, grossness, which, uh, which, depending on you, ask is a good thing or a bad thing. I think sometimes you need that sort of just pure enjoyment in your life. Um, I get plenty of. I get plenty of fan service and other shit in, in my other shows, so I'll just sure. take... I'll there take was, one thing I will say about this is um, I've heard, I think uh, I think, I think um, uh, some people do fall off the show in the first few episodes because those are the slowest ones and also you don't have any idea where it's going and uh, you don't think it's going to be uh, the best um, friendship adventure of, of the 2010s which I can understand but um <clears throat> yeah that's we need to get we need to get a hold of of uh was it demolition d someone said they didn't they didn't watch past like the second episode yeah you're missing uh, out i mean i i i can see maybe thinking some of this was a little contrived from the beginning because you got kind of like an airhead main character but it's really the relationships that carry the show. And if you don't get to them, I, I can understand not being in love with it. Yeah. I mean, if you're the type of person who really, really hates just um, people like uh, plainly laying out their feelings in a very written way, that happens a couple times in here, I guess. But I think the rest more than makes up for it. Well, they're such good friends that they don't have to hide anything. There's no, yeah. there's no need to keep that stuff buried when all of your friends are there to support you and recognize that sometimes you have to have this stuff out. Right, all right. They're so cute. I want to pet their heads. Yeah, no, I agree. I like it when I like it when when Tamaki gets the sunburn and this with the <laughs> in the shape of goggles. That's good. That is good. I remember good. that. Yeah, sunburns. Antarctica. Crazy. I like it when when Yuzuki uh, 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 finally gets to meet penguins up close and they're smelly and scary. Oh yeah, she was the penguin girl. Yep. She yep. loved. Uh, that was the only thing she cared about. She didn't like the. She didn't like the boat or anything, but she wanted to meet the penguins. There, there's, there were quite a few points in time during the show where I was genuinely moved, uh, which is something that is rare, I think. Um, and I think this movie, the, the, I was going to say this movie, the show kind of leverages that fantastical kind of magical realism thing in a way that it oftentimes can be um, off-putting 
like the like weathering with you kind of has certain things that are like obviously that's literally magical there is literal magic yeah but yeah, but yeah sure but like there are tonal things i think as far as like things that are they're they're elevated and, and maybe a little ridiculous yeah well it's trying to it's trying to ele- like you know it has to like bring things up to that level to emulate the feeling of how fucking crazy it would be if you were actually in antarctica which would be nuts yes and that is that, the would, that would look and feel nuts that uh, is and yeah this thank you so much for getting to the point because that is it <laughs> like that's really it is that you feel like it makes you want to go <laughs> you know in spite of the fact that you know it would suck it's like man that would be badass because you're feeling it the whole time with the characters as they're like damn this is badass yeah uh, and it's and what i was saying earlier about like you know you start out the show and have knowing it not i did not think they were going to go to antarctica in this show and then like like there's this really long, like they have to secure the funds and make the connections. And then they're on the boat for a while and then they get stuck. And then there's this huge stressful, Oh shit, we're not going to make it. Cause we forgot our passports. And then you finally fucking get there and it's like, Jesus, you know? So it really, it really is perfectly paced, uh, in that way. Uh, uh, yeah, they, it, they, it, they uh, knew how to do, Oh, by the way, this is madhouse, by the way, madhouse. It looks great too. I should say, I think, of course. I think- it looks great the entire way through. And again, like I, the direction is absolutely fucking on point. There are so many parts in the show where I'm like, that's a great fucking shot composition or like that. They block the living fuck out of these characters, which is, which, which is something I would that, like to block the living fuck out of those characters. Um, and that's not necessarily something you can take for granted in anime or oftentimes characters will just kind of shuffle up and down hallways. <laughs> like, you know, in a flash animation. Yeah. 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 Hey, yeah. Hey, 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 Simple gear is a masterpiece. I won't have you fucking throwing, throwing shade. Um, if this was, a, if this was like a book, um, this, this would, be, would, this would, this would be a very formative book. If you read it when you were like, yeah. if you were a girl and you read it when you were like 13, this is your whole fucking life. Yeah, this this would be like the most significant young adult book of like the 2010s if it was. Instead, it's an anime, so nobody will ever see it. <laughs> nobody. Yeah, yeah, you know, I said I said 13 year old girl, and then you said young adult, and I went, oh yeah, that's who it, that's who would read it, and it kind of bummed me out actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Even yeah. though we are literally adults and we're watching it and fawning over it, but for some reason, that's uh, a little pressing. Yeah, but. Um... It's the best of like that kind of media, you know? Um, yeah. So it, it conveys a sense of adventure and, um, and, and the camaraderie that comes along with going on a, a harrowing journey with a bunch of people that you don't know. And it's fantastic uh, in that way. It, um, it, it doesn't, doesn't fall into like the trap of being, I mean, it would be so easy to put these girls through some real shit. It would be so easy to punish them, you know. Uh, well, <laughs> that's a bit at the end. Yeah, but, but like, okay, you go ahead. What do you? What are your thoughts on the mom thing, then? Okay, so you know, it's, it's adventure, it's coming of age, everyone's making friends. But over the whole show, the entire time, and it almost never gets brought up. This girl is looking for her dead mom, and you net you're. You're never really sure. Like I never thought so, but I, there was still I, I was like, there's a possibility, and you're like, oh, I hope she doesn't think her mom is still alive, you know, because she no one ever explicitly says that or anything. 
So yeah. you're really hoping that she, really hoping she's not like delusional or anything. Yeah. And I think like um I think I, I think what was going on is that like I think she knew, but I think probably what was going on is there was like a tiny little bit of her that she didn't listen to and she didn't believe, but like it was there just as like a coping mechanism. It's a tiny little part that wanted to her mom to just have somehow been fucking survivor manning it for 10 years, eating, yeah, yeah. eating penguins. Um, so they finally make it to their, their like the destination, which is this, uh, this like abandoned base that the expedition from 10 years ago, her mom went on, or it was only five years ago. It might've only been five. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. I, I can't remember the exact amount of time. Okay. I think it might've only been, it sounds about right, you know. Five to ten uh, years ago, um, and so she um, she finds her mom's laptop. Um, guesses the password. I think it's her name or something. Obviously, and um, you know, you're thinking. So, you know, this is the big. Um, this is the culmination. This is the coming of age moment where. Sure. But you expect it's like. You expect her to get this very, um, this this uh, very sort of um, comforting type of closure, where like her mom left her a nice letter, and it's like, don't worry about me, you know, I've moved on. Or, or that she read, read a bunch of her. But she opens this fucking laptop and opens the email uh, client and thousands and thousands of emails that she's been sending to her dead mom start pouring in unopened that no one ever even mentioned these. We didn't even know she had been sending them over the years, just thousands of fucking emails going to absolutely no one. And it is the most crushing thing I've ever seen in my life. It is so fucking brutal because it's not like, uh, cause it's like this, this harsh reality, just fucking hitting you in the face. <laughs> like mom's, mom is gone so and my it's was, like i think that by the time she gets there she has recognized the fact that this is a brutal brutal hellscape and there's no <laughs> way her mom is alive like i think that there's no way that she's not able to recognize that but that point and the resolution that she then later gets through the help of her of the captain of the mission who who that she she gives the laptop over to the captain of the mission it's like a here like she, she because there's a photo of well, sure. yeah. See, and that's what's so great about it is like she's like she gets slapped in the face with like reality. Like you need to, you like you need to move on. Like you know this, you have to, you, you know, you have to, you have to come to terms with this. Um, and then like that's like that's you know r- unusually harsh in a way that I respected. Um, and and like uh, you know a really like really. <clears throat> really uh uh you know not typical of the type of of you know closure of a family member's death that you normally come into contact with um but then the next episode they give you a little something she took a picture of of the aurora borealis before before she passed on and she She gets that seriously ya shit and it works it's (laughs) perfect they give you just it's like it's not all that they give you a little something after after you get the tough love then they then they give you that that little something it's uh it's fucking brilliant and it it's that's that's i think all of that those last two episodes especially make this a masterpiece it reminds me listen i have to mention ace combat every every episode it reminds me of ace combat zero 
Belkin War because <clears throat> the uh, the whole story is this sort of documentary format of a man who is uh, looking for this mysterious um, star ace of the last war from a few years ago, and he's the whole story is him interviewing people who's been uh, who have been shot down by him, and um, uh, he ends up finding his partner. Uh, they were both mercenaries. His his uh, his second, you know, in their squadron, his wingman, and um, the whole story is told from his perspective, and um, and you're the protagonist. And halfway through the story, he betrays you, and uh, and all this stuff happens. And at the end of the story, end of the doc- documentary, you know, he never he never finds he never finds this pilot. Um, so you know, and that's just um, and you know, it's about to end and. He goes, you know, I never found this guy, but uh, 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 but everyone I've talked to has told me one thing about him. He always had a hint of a smile on his face, you know, and that's uh, and that might be my answer right there. And then credits. It's a great listen. Yeah. It's the best game ever made. Um, it's perfect. So I thought about that. It's a mature ending. Yeah, it's yeah, mature. And 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 uh, you don't get much of that. Summer of good. The summer of good is just <laughs> people summer, know. Of, summer of good ending with Antarctica. Ironically, they just know what the fuck they're doing. There, there, there are people who are, who are working in this medium. Oh, I forgot the crying. <laughs> I need this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, that was a sad scene, and not even in a sad. Is I've pointed out this before. There's, there's more that there's multiple types of sad. There's depressing sad. And yeah. then there's like saying goodbye to a friend who's going, who's moving away. Sad. This is like fucking sad, sad. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um. It's like I mean I've worked on on like projects and stuff that are like multiple weeks long. You know, where you're shooting with people every single day for multiple weeks for like twelve hours. You know, and when you're doing that, when you're around people for that length of time, that consistently every single day. You really do form these just incredibly intense bonds. What? With and, and it's like I'm actually very surprised by that. No, you totally do because it's like it's you. It's like survival, man. It's like you you're just doing what you can to to keep moving forward as a team and relying on each other. And maybe is that spe- I guess that must be just specific to film because like most people don't have any personal relationship with their coworkers or anything because you don't yeah. want to fucking say anything to anyone. I was in. You know, I was in marching band for how many fucking years and I never met any friends. I hated those people. No. Even though we had to stand on a fucking hot asphalt in the middle of August for nine hours a day. No. Um, maybe it's just also me. You know, I, I, uh, I <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're uh, probably, uh, yeah, you're probably four chips upon people. Yeah, so you're going to be my best friend, motherfucker. There's nothing you can do about it. It happened to me. And you know what? Yeah, it works. Um, but yeah, they're just uh, it's excellent. I don't I, I I finished watching it today. I watched it over the span of about a week. Um and I'm still processing it to a degree. Um uh so I I, I need to my, my thoughts have not quite solidified on it, but I was very, very impressed. I was impressed. Uh I'd say it's not if I had to like rank the stuff that we've watched this this for the summer of good, I think that the, the three things that like immediately come to mind as being comparable would be like um, obviously uh, Tommy Galaxy, 
um, Place Further in the Universe, and then Girls Last Tour. I think those are the are those just the three shows we watched. Did we watch another show? Um, Man, watched- I don't know. Anyway, um, I'd say uh, Girls Last Tour is probably my favorite of them. Um, Hell yeah! This is honestly, I think this is a close second. And then, and then, Tatami Galaxy is the third. I, uh, I, I don't know. I think there's just something to the the sort of serialized narrative of this, more obviously serialized narrative that puts it over something like uh, Tatami Galaxy, which I also quite enjoyed. But um, yeah, that last decade was pretty fucking solid. There was some really good shit, man. It's uh, I agree. Should, there was a. A sheer volume of stuff that came out was ridiculous, but I'm glad that uh, you were able to sort of curate so I didn't have to watch every single thing that came out. Makes it real easy on me. That would have been a better, that would have been funnier. I had made you watch everything. Literally everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, how, how are you liking uh, uh, Gosick? Or, uh, what, what am I'm not watching Ghostsick. Oh, if I had to watch everything, you know, you're Ghostsick isn't even bad. That's not. I'm try, uh, you should uh, pick a fucking Dimey Dollar. Dimey Dollar is at least interesting. No, that's a bad, that's a bad example too. Because yeah. I, I feel like I'd probably like Dimey Dollar by the end. Um, you, I still haven't had you watch. Oh no, we did watch Brynhildr, didn't we? Did we? I I don't believe I've seen Brynhildr. Okay. If I have, that would be that would be a nightmare. Elder. Anime. Let me let me jumpstart my memory here. No, I've never seen Brynhildr. If I have, then I I genuinely have lost time, and I need I need to see a doctor or something. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember half the things we do. This is that I have zero recollection of of Brynhildr at all. Uh, sometimes I get things confused, but in this case, I don't have anything. If if we have seen Brynhildr, there's no way. Yeah, no, um, I don't think we have. But yeah, so I think we're. I think we could probably close the close the kimono that we opened during the summer of good. Um, Hold it's on, time I to gotta... go back to bad shit. Well, not bad, just just um, flawed in a way that we can, you know, lend our our skills to our comedic talents. Yeah, 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 yeah. Our just pure riffage skills. Um. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think of what we should do next. I don't even know what I'm feeling right now. What Dude, do- next week is fucking the spring. I mean, I, I always call every season spring. What the fuck? Autumn. Fall. You're just perpetually living in a state of spring. I don't know why everything is spring to me. Um, but yeah, no, it's seasonal, baby. Uh, you still should watch uh, uh, Hoseki no Kuni. I'm sure I will at some point. And I'm, I also haven't ruled out the idea of just continuing to watch good things for a bit at the, at the cost of the, well, I, uh, I, 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 I'm, I, I'm happy to inform you that Hoseki no Kuni is good. So yeah, just well, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Keep you know, on the I'm table. That is I'm like, yeah, I'm still kind of interested in that as well. Um, what's even coming up. What is, what are we looking at? Is what is, what does the new season even look like? Oh yeah, we should do that. We should let's check out Anna Chart and see what's going on. There's the okay. There's, I know that I know there's a third seat. First of all, Strike Witches is back. Um, that's great. Uh, I know there's a new season of Gochiusa. Oh my god, the first show airs in three days. <laughs> Fuck. By the way, I'm sorry I haven't been releasing any podcasts. No one listening. 
Um, I think I got three now. I'll put them all out this week. Promise. I'm gonna get fired anyway, so it's fine. There's oh, new yeah. That well, huh? It's ah, uh, you know, new Higurashi. I wonder if we should. Oh, we yeah, we should watch the first episode of New Higurashi and the first episode of original Higurashi. Um, um what what is? I hear people say Haikyuu is good. That's just a volleyball. It's probably good. Yeah, it's a it's a sports it's a sports shonen. You know. See, let's see, let's see, let's see. This show's called Noble I'm, I'm trying to find a specific picture of Inata, and it's fucking bumming me out that I can't. This show is called Kuma 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 Bear, which I think means bear, 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 bear. I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it means bear, bear, kuma. Oh. Bear, 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 kuma. Blowing my gourd right now, man. Blowing it? I don't know if I want to blow it. Whistle on my gourd, bro. This okay. We got Tyso's Samurai. <laughs> samurai with a Z. Um, let's see. It's based on the once powerful Japanese men's gymnastics team. That'll be good. Oh, these are some big boys. <laughs> these are some powerful boys from Mappa. I'm excited for Kuma 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 Kuma. We got some shorts this season, maybe. I feel like it's been a while. They always say there's going to be shorts, but um, I don't know, man. The ones with the animals in them will be pushed. Yes, yeah, a lot of actually. Yeah, there's more stuff this season. Seems like the COVID. Two, four, six, eight, ten. 12. The main character Doge Swaru, <laughs> who wants to see the naughty bits of girls, has a last resort to persuade them. That is to grovel in front of them. And intent on his lewd request being heard, in, intent on having his lewd request, request heard, he endures through cow t- through the kowtowing. Heroines are often taken aback, embarrassed, and confused oh, by his sudden action. Hmm. Well, that'll be a good show. <laughs> <laughs> 100 man, no Inochi. Huh. Must work together to battle for their lives. Totsia is a lone wolf and has always saved his life according to his wants. <laughs> oh, lived his life according to his wants. Um, okay. Hypnosis Mike, division rap battle, rhyme anima. What? Uh, rap battle anime? I don't want to watch this Dragon Quest show. Why not? I can't stand the character designs. That's not a good enough reason, man. I'm sorry. Uh. I'm very excited for this rap. You shouldn't have mentioned it because now I'm going to make you watch it. Oh no, there's new Love Live. Ah. Oh, I think this one's CG. I might not even watch it. I mean, I know the dancing was always CG. I think this one might be holy. I may not. I don't know. Why would they change up the formula now? Senkyo no Sir Sigdrift. The pillars suddenly appeared above Earth, threatening all life. A god who called himself Odin came to the aid of humanity as it was drift. Somebody call what? Uh, <laughs> somebody call it. Uh, oh, I already forgot. Kimi. Okay, we get this Kimi to Boku no Saigo no Senju show looks like the most generic fate ripoff thing ever. This just looks like. Varg. Somebody call Varg. Anytime someone mentions Odin. Oh, okay. Um. Counter the pillars, Odin declared a counterattack by bequeathing humanity with the battle maidens. Wak- 
Curis and the hero craft as their wings. Several years later, the battle between humanity. Oh boy. Okay. There's a sport. There's a show about uh, rock climbing girls. Uh, we got Ikebukuro Westgate Park, which is based on urban mystery novels, and it's about it's about gangs and the yakuza and this a charismatic troubleshooter who is trying to fix the war between the factions. So it's going to be like a very self-serious kind of do rah 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 type show based on what I'm seeing here. It is the year 20XX. Earth has been assaulted by monsters known as the enemy of humanity. <laughs> Fucking... You, can't, you couldn't take five minutes to think of something cool. You know how long it takes me to think of something at least a little cool? Five minutes. The enemy of humanity. Amazing. Um, my, the thing I'm looking forward to the most in this entire season is Ochi Kobore Fruit Tart. It's an idol group named Fruit Tart. Oh, and they boys or girls? They are girls. They're very, very much girls. They look cute. Uh, yeah, new season looks lit, man. I'm so excited. All of this looks great. Is this? Tell me. I tell me if I read one of the ones you already. But Adachi Toshimamura. I've not Adachi, read. Adachi spends her high school days skipping class until she meets a fellow delinquent, Shimamura, and the two become fast friends. Cutting class together deepens their friendship, but soon unexpected emotions blossom. How is that unexpected? <laughs> As awkwardness and confusion settle in, the two girls... Oh, they're both girls. That's why. Okay. <laughs> um, Are we surprised by that now? Am I supposed to be surprised? Am I going to be like, whoa? I was, I was just surprised because it, it's just... I, from the thumbnail, I can't tell they're girls, and I, they're from their names either, so I, it just... I thought it was, and also when you think delinquent, you think of, of dudes, you know. Um, you know, I know you already mentioned this, but I feel like it does require a second pass. Rock climbing girls, mm. these are some beefy broads. They're not they're, beefy; they're very actually pretty lean, but yeah, they're muscular. Big, big, robust ladies. I'm not into muscle, and I don't. <sighs> I'm into enough. I'm into enough for the both of us. Okay. <laughs> New Golden Kamo, and I should watch that second season. I watch, I mean, finish. <laughs> no bless. Oh my gosh. Bless you. For 800, no bless you. <laughs> For 820 years, he had slumbered with no knowledge of mankind. Scientific progress. The land which he once knew has become an unfamiliar place with new technology, attitudes, and lifestyles. Upon a way, I hope this guy just wakes up from his slumber and is just really racist. Um... Many years ago, a great civil war ravaged Japan, leaving the country fragmented between two regions. Kansai. I think that's real. Or wait, no. That's something else. I'm excited for a this group of, show. A group of six Akudama carry out missions given to them by a mysterious black cat while evading the police. Isn't this just ghost stories? But a dangerous journey is about to unfold when a civilian girl becomes twisted into the Akudama's way of life and witnesses their criminal drives. <laughs> you, Koku no Moriarty. The story's protagonist is James Moriarty, the famous antagonist from Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's Sherlock Holmes. Wow, what a he's an orphan! He's an orphan who assumes the name William James Moriarty. 
brother are adopted into the Moriarty family. As a young man, he seeks to remove the ills caused by England's strict class system. Wait, he's the antagonist? <laughs> Doesn't that mean he like... How can you be... How could you be the antagonist in Sherlock Holmes without killing people? Um, this is before he starts killing people. This is going to be a good oh. before he gets. Oh, this is going to be is this is, is this like a Joker? You think he's gonna he's gonna yeah, yeah. go werewolf? He's gonna go ghost. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, we, should watch, show. we should watch the Bem movie. Bem yeah. become human. It's probably just a, a, a recap, right? I have no idea. I just like the name Bam Become Human. Bam. Uh, I am excited for the for the DJ show, which I'm sure will be CGI and horrible. I just want to hear what they think is Having cool. moved back to Japan from Abad Rinko and Aimoto transfer Yoba Academy where DJing is popular. She's deeply moved DJ concert she sees there. A DJ concert. Yes. Decides to form a unit of her own units. Wait, that's <laughs> it's not an idol. They're gonna make DJing into idol. That's not. Did... We should show Steven that, and he'll be pissed. Uh-huh. Uh huh. While interacting with their other DJ units, like Peaky Peaky <laughs> and Photon Maiden. Photon Maiden. Okay. I don't actually wait. I don't get the. Is that a? Is that a? I don't think so. I think it's just a sick name. Yeah. Rinku and her friends aim for the high stage. High stage? Jesus. Find the fu- they have to do a fucking DJ battle against uh, Burzum. Not not Burzum. I always say the I always say fucking Burzum when I Varg, mean I had Varg, Varg I had Varg on the brain. No, who's um full of hell and Oh no. The noise man. Uh oh, you mean like Mersbo? Mersbo. See, yeah, okay, yeah. you can understand how I get those mixed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Mersbo and Burzum. Fuck off. Okay, they're gonna oh, yeah, get a bunch of train dogs. show. Oh wait, is this the is this the show based on trains, but also it's lolly porn? <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Of course. Oh, yeah, I thought there was a full-on my Tetsu anime. What? It? Okay, it's like a spinoff. It's like a short spinoff. Hmm, weird. One room, third season. Hell yeah. Kantoku's back, baby. You're a big one room fan. Kana Hanazawa's back. <clears throat> yeah, man, it's first person and the girls like you. <laughs> what? 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 What is this? You fucking judge me. No, I'm just, I, I, that's a strange concept. Oh, we forgot to mention the wild twist at the end of story where um, Bitter Friend turns out to have gone on a different adventure to the the North Pole? Yes. That's a wild one. Uh, like yeah. out of spite <laughs> or something? Uh, well, she's doing. She's carving out her own destiny now. I'm looking at one room on YouTube right now. This isn't much, but I hope you like it. What is it? Oh, I'm going to open it. I hope I open it. I've already... I've totally forgotten what... I remember earlier tonight you said when's the next season. Oh, okay. No, I already. Nope. Never mind. I remember how that was solved. I, you know, every time I go back into our Discord, I just see Tom Brady, and then I see Nicole Kidman's butt, and that's a good world. Good world to live in. Uh, I'm. I think I'm gonna call it. Uh, we'll yeah, yeah. See if there's a season preview. 
there's a good chance that we might actually catch it on the early end of the season this time, I'd say. Yeah, because now we, uh, yeah, we're right up, we're right up on it almost. <clears throat> yeah, everything starts airing three, four days. Yes. We could, uh, yeah, I'll put together a list because some of these we're definitely watching. We're not watching fucking. Uh, we're not watching the third season of Dungeon Need Day I Will. Oh, another Don Machi? Really? Wait, no, it's a different one. What is this? Oh, no, it is Don Machi. <laughs> There's another one. Didn't finish the second. Or no, I didn't finish the spinoff. I don't think I... Did I finish the second season? We should watch Dragon Quest. <laughs> oh, my God. It's It looks all... It's, it's Toriyama, isn't it? Character designs are fine. He's a legend. How dare you? <laughs> um, well, we did it. We went to we went to Antarctica. We solved the Antarctica riddle. I feel like I went to Antarctica. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, man. Um, well, yeah. Season preview coming up. Uh, I don't have anything. Oh, what were we going out? Oh, we're going out on on football. Whoa, whoa, hey, oh. hey, 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 hey. All hey. right. All oh, right. I, also, I didn't. Okay. There was there was the final picture. Um. Yeah. Uh. So we'll be back soon. I'll post all those podcasts I didn't put up yet. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll also continue archiving the old podcasts. Hopefully, I'll have that done by next June, so I don't have to pay a hundred dollars for hosting on Podbean again. We'll miss move somewhere else, or we'll get another Podbean. Doesn't matter. Um. Where's this music? All right. Take care, folks. We're gonna get fucking taken down. Well, it's Monday night and we're ready to strike. Our special forces are in full flight. We're coming by air and on the ground. Monday night football's taking over the town. We gotta get ready. We gotta get right. In the NFL tonight. So get ready. I mean, get ready. Are you ready for some football? A Monday night invasion. Yeah, this is rocking Randall Hank with a special alert for the nation. Here come the hits, the bangs, the blocks, and the spikes. Cause all my rowdy friends drop in on Monday night time.
for Monday night. <laughs>